Nigga just, oh, ew. What did you <laughs> say? <laughs> Johnny can say that, though. That's, That's okay. That's true. All right, you guys ready? I'm keeping that right. in the podcast. Good. <laughs> That's how it's going to start. What? And then it goes to the intro. Yeah, exactly. I'll do the same. Hey, if you're going to do that for the video version, Kyle, I'll do the same exact thing for the audio version. He said it. We're not in trouble. <laughs> Go alive. Fuck it. <laughs> Go on, my guy. All right. Three, two. Welcome to Big Screen, Little Screen. We're going to review, rank, and reconsider some big screen fan favorites for your little screen pleasure. I am your host, Johnny, a.k.a. Black Kool-Aid, and I'm joined by my co-host. First, Andrew, how's it going? It's great, but let me hit you with the intro. Nice news. I, think, I, think, I think he can still hear us because you didn't mute it last time. He can yeah, still I know. It. I never mute it. But anyway, so what are we? Some kind of social justice squad? I'm great, dude. Thanks for asking. Um, I've been sick the last few days, but with the help of uh, apple cider whiskey, that looks horrible. That looks disgusting. Are you drinking kombucha juice? Is that how it's called? It looks like oh, a guy that wow. could have worked. Yeah. Um, but... um. That was self-diverse. Uh, no, I, I, I've been feeling like garbage the last few days. I hung out with uh, Matt and Kyle on Sunday, and they saw I, I I was just dead. I didn't even want to be there, but Matt was in town, so I had to see him. Um, I'm still kind of dealing with some like upper respiratory garbage. I don't know what's going on. My nose is stuffy. My chest is kind of congested, but I don't have any COVID symptoms, so uh, I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I've been drinking uh, a lot of whiskey the last couple of days and I've been uh, taking some Sudafed as well and it's been helping out a lot and I think this movie helped out a lot too so you know and I can tell you why you're feeling good because hey. you didn't want to buy Vin Diesel's autograph yesterday yo thank you Seltyverse <laughs> and you're right I didn't want to buy Vince Diesel's autograph <laughs> but it was I, with, also with Paul Walker I mean it was a thousand bucks you split it down the middle not a bad deal if it would have had, if it would have been Vince Diesel and Vin Vaughn, I probably would have. <laughs> he just <laughs> Vin Vaughn and Vince Diesel. That's, those are the names we made up yesterday for them. Genshin oh, Impact, yo. Breath of the Wild is dead forever. Salty, stop. You're not gonna play anything besides Breath of the Wild. But that's enough about me. Ask someone else how they're doing. No, oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, um, next, Kyle. How's it going? Hey, hey, dude. What's up? going on i'm feeling good i feel i feel high without being high so it's one of those days it's nice uh, good 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 and rounding up our table of whatever round table <laughs> our of round night. table of justice survivors yes yeah there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> matt how's it going man i think i'm somewhere in between andrew and kyle i'm not ready to die like andrew and i'm not anywhere near as happy as kyle is so doing okay so happiness i'm a solid medium good i, I can appreciate that because this is exactly how i feel right now and uh, I, I needed this because it's been having a, a rough cop a uh, couple days so i'm just honestly happy that i'm part of this and actually discussing a pretty decent movie so oh. <laughs> Hold on. Before well, we continue, triggered instantly. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even think about calling this movie decent. So before we continue, before we get into so Suicide Squad, 
Yeah. Past Andrew has something to say about Batman v Superman. So I am an idiot, first of all. I just realized that I titled this entire stream Batman v Superman Review and Discussion and realized it's all about Suicide Squad, first of all. <laughs> that was my bad. And second of all, um, I'm going to play this video for everyone. Actually, I'm not because I just remembered you guys can't watch along. So I'll just give you... It's fine. We can see it on the thingy. Let's yeah, go. Take it away, past Andrew. Thanks, future Andrew. So... I'm going to give a quick little review of Batman v Superman. Now, I'm going to eat crow a little bit and say that this movie was actually a lot better than I remember it being. Now, before this, I'd only seen it one other time, and that one other time was in the theaters with the theatrical cut, and that sucked. I think everyone can basically agree that that movie that we saw when it first came out was not good. But fast forward now uh, four years, and I got to see the much revered three hour long extended cut and i have to admit it's a lot better i don't know the differences but i found myself walking away this time actually feeling like i enjoyed myself up into a couple certain points my biggest flaw this right here why why does batman all of a sudden just give up all of his hate for superman after he finds out that superman's mom's name is martha now future andrew if you was it there and tell me that that makes sense then i'm gonna have to just smack you in the face especially you kyle i don't trust the word you're gonna say about this movie i already know but hey whatever i'll forgive it because i had a really good time with this whole entire movie up until the ending and that's kind of what i want to talk about uh i feel like this movie instead of being called batman v superman and instead of it being three hours long it should have been just a batman standalone film with superman in it where you know it's batman going through Everything that we saw in the first half of this movie where he's talking about, you know, how he's had Jokers, a.k.a., you know, he's dealt with people dressed as clowns before and stuff like that. And we learn all this backstory and we find out that Bruce Wayne is so pissed off at Superman for destroying thousands and millions of dollars worth of, you know, property damage in Metropolis and killing people, even though he didn't mean to, etc., etc. I think that would have been a great standalone film and it builds up this tension between Batman and Superman. And then I think the following year, we should have gotten Batman v Superman because then we would have had Superman's side of everything, Batman's side of everything, and then we could have had this big overall fight, sprinkled Wonder Woman in there, etc., etc. Instead of just piling these two things together and making it one giant cohesive movie, I think was a horrible idea. Uh, I don't think it does a very good job of setting up the universe per se. Um, I think they rushed everything, and I think that was their downfall. They just wanted to be the next big Marvel thing, and they should have taken their time like Marvel did. I mean, we saw Marvel starting in 2008 with Iron Man, working their way up to 2016. They had already had established characters, stories, everything. They were building something grand. This, they were like, hey, you guys know Batman, you know Superman, let's just throw them together. Oh, let's can't forget about Wonder Woman. Uh, Justice League's coming out next. I just think it was overall just not done very well. They needed more time. But I do have to say it was a lot better than I remember. Maybe it's because I watched the three-hour-long cut. Uh, but I have to give this movie a solid three out of five. Three big boys out of five big boys. All right, back to you, future Andrew. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, past Andrew. That was a great review. I'm glad that I was able to actually go ahead and do that. So thanks, guys. Anyway. So you liked the movie, huh? Um, All right. <laughs> I don't know what you saw or heard in that video, but that's not what I said. I said it was okay. Yeah. Go on, Johnny. All right. So, like Andrew said, we're continuing the DCEU franchise with Suicide Squad. 
This movie was directed by David Ayer, and this movie was released on August 5th, 2016. 2012? I'm about to say 12. The budget on this movie was $175 million and grossed $746.8 million. Wow. And, and as, uh, as it follows, actors and actresses in this movie were Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margaret Robbery, uh, Robbie, Robbie, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mar- Mar- Margaret Robert, Margaret Robert, Margaret Robbery, Joel, uh, I can't never pronounce these fucking names. Joel Keeneman, Viola Davis, Jai Courtney, Jay Hernandez, Cor- Corina Cauldron. Oh my God, uh, Edwell. Oh god, I came in. <laughs> <laughs> just just say the character they played. <laughs> I don't really recognize the name to, to match them up. Eh, forget it. Uh, Karen, Ike, and Scott, and Kara. I can't really pronounce all the last names or anything. But there, there's a whole bunch of people in this movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now the plot. A secret government agency led by the ruthless high-ranking official Amanda Waller recruit some of the most dangerous incarcerated villains on the planet to execute dangerous black op missions and save the world from potentially apocalyptic threat from a mysterious supernatural entity. If anything goes wrong on this mission, the government will not be liable, but rather can place the blame on the villains who are inherently evil people. A small bomb is implanted in each member of the squad's neck with the capability of detonating any time of the member members try, uh, tries to rebel or escape. It will be up to the this assembled team of villains to prevail over the seemingly impossible events that will unfold before them in what may deem to be a suicide mission. Right. So, do you want to do the wheel, or you just want to do rock paper scissors? Yeah, I got the wheel. That's not the wheel. <laughs> yeah, on. I got the wheel. Sorry, hold on. Here it is. That's just us again. Uh, that, that's the wheel right there. All right, you ready? Yeah. Spin the wheel. 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 Wheel and on. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. All right. Oh wow. All right, Johnny, you're first. Okay. So uh my thoughts actually changed a little bit because this is my initially my second time viewing it uh, other than watching theater. Then I got to say, I enjoyed myself. Like the whole idea of the suicide squad was really unique to me. It, not like the whole idea since it's been around for a while. It's just like being able to put faces to these characters from the comic. It was actually really cool. Not mentioning the fact that, Another character that stand out is a Will is Will Smith. Like this motherfucker cannot <laughs> play a bad role ever, and make Deadshot lovable. And there's just one is just like kiss him on the cheek. It's just so fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but it's just like it was an enjoyable movie. I watched I watched the extended cut, which they actually had um, more voice work for Joker, which. To be honest, like Jared Leto, you fucking sucked at Joker. Whoa. 
I he fucking, he breaks Johnny's door down. Watch what you say, honey buns. And he fucking kills oh, you. And then he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> See? That's exactly the reason why his fucking laugh is garbage. I don't like his laugh. It's retarded. I don't... Did I say it wrong, Mark? <laughs> Drop it hard hours. It's okay. It's just like I All just right. don't I just don't like his 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 Joker. Like I tried to when I watched it in the theater, I tried to understand that this is his telling of the Joker, but over time it's just like compared to everybody else's Joker, this is not comparable. Especially the newest one. Like I bet you any money that whenever somebody has a list of jokers, like Jared Leto is like all the way down there. He's not even on it. it <laughs> even that. But other than than the Joker in this movie, every character in this movie, except for Huntress, which was it was just a weird something that they did in this movie with the with her. Like even though she had Cola Enchantress. In, oh yeah. Did it say Huntress or Tra- yeah, yeah, Huntress? Yeah, I was like, she was in this movie. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can see Anthony. Like, okay, yeah, sorry, my bad. Okay. Like, um, even though, like, with her character, um, being essentially a witch, I can understand like all the powers and everything, but it's just like, I don't know, the the brother was it looked weird. <laughs> it just, just it was kind of like odd, but it was cool at the same time, like how. He was using basically his tentacles, just like just everybody's dead. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> but it's like the action in this movie is good. Like, and plus, not to mention the fact that El Diablo was like one of the standouts, other than Deadshot. Like, I, I like this character so much. It was just kind of sad the way he went, but it is what it is. I wish he had more screen time, to be honest with you. Um, but it, it's like I I enjoyed myself a lot. Is like again, this is another movie that uh, some people actually shat on, which they still don't understand. But it's, <laughs> I, 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 I like nervous. The, it's like I like the movie, but like I don't like it like it. But I I also don't understand what people hate about it. Like. It's not that bad. It's like it's a fun movie. It's not supposed to be serious. And this, this I had fun watching it. And uh, I give this movie, yeah, about seven out of ten. Yeah. Damn. Seven out of 10. Wow. That's that. That's gonna be me being generous if I say seven. That's gonna. <laughs> that's coming in hot. That's a hot take, Johnny. That's a hot, hot take right there, buddy. Uh, I know. I can see in your face that it's like, hmm. No wonder. No, it's great. It's fine. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to spin the wheel again, sir? You bet I fucking believe I do. <laughs> spin the wheel! Let's go, baby! <laughs> round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, fuck me. Knows. Yes! Is it you? Is it you? Is it me? Who is no, it? it's the render himself. I love, the, uh, I, love the, I love the clapping at the end of it. <laughs> gets me hyped. Um, man. Okay, so I didn't watch the entire thing before this. I basically speed ran it. Like, 
Oh, what time is it? Like two hours ago? Yeah. And just kind of skipped through a lot of stuff of it. Like, kind of skimmed through the movie. And it was kind of beneficial to me because I like pictures. (laughs) (laughs) This is a better picture book is what you're saying. Yeah, it would have made a really nice pop-up book. (laughs) Lots of colors. Things were... I mean, it's like every poster you see for it where it's a mix of, like, fucking rainbow gradients and people's heads on fire. Like, it's, you know, it's that kind of stuff. Like, that's... This movie was kind of... It it did that feeling fine. I guess it wasn't great. Like, I I don't know. I think that, uh... Definitely not going to score it as high as Johnny did. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I there was there were good ideas, but I, I I just feel like this the movie like execution like just wasn't there for me compared to like the other you know shelves that all the DC universe movies are on. I did not feel like I could put this on a shelf and display it with my other DC movies. I did not. I did not. I don't. I don't. I don't I, it's one of those. I, if you don't have anything good to say, say it later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It didn't. It didn't leave a lasting impression. I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Like I'm not gonna remember parts of this movie years from now. I mean, Kyle will. Kyle's the only person that will because that's just how his brain works. But I won't. <laughs> I just won't. I didn't retain any of it. I just didn't. Uh. Five. I have to go to five just because I didn't, I didn't stop it or walk out of the theater when I saw it the first time. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll go with that. Spin that wheel. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it. Spin the wheel. Spin to win. I just like it to say major gains. I love it. <laughs> it's me. It's the little boy. It's me. All right. Where do I start? This movie, like I said before we started, probably looked really good on paper, and they executed it poorly, in my opinion. (laughs) Like, the first half hour of this movie, I think, is decent, where it's, like, showing the Suicide Squad and how they're treated by the guards and, you know, all their introductions. I like, I'm all about, but after that, it just kind of, like, takes a dive with boring action, like, very, very boring, mediocre action. Uh, the only standout characters I personally thought were Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Like, if I had a movie on either one of those two, or if this was just about those two, I think it'd be a more entertaining movie. Um, all the other characters are overshadowed, in my opinion. This, like, they try to do a little thing with Diablo, but, like, you know, he doesn't want to show his powers. He doesn't want to do this big fucking thing he's supposed to be. And, like, I'm he... good, homie. <laughs> yeah, right? And, like, when you find the show... And when he finally shows his powers, it's so underwhelming. You're like, that was it? Like, I was kind of expecting <laughs> more than that. Sorry, I Johnny. I, I got to render. No, you're fine. <laughs> the render farmer loves how it renders. No, I didn't. Oh, never mind. I, I lied. Never mind. <laughs> and then, what they're fighting for the whole movie is practically what I call the molded from Resident Evil 7. Yeah. It's, right. That's exactly that, what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like trying to figure out, like, is this unique or something else? Like, 
no, never mind. And then, you know, a character that should have stood out, which, I mean, kind of did, but not for being good, you know, Jared Leto's Joker. Uh, why is he like a gangster the whole movie? I don't like that. Yeah. I like, I like I was saying, like the introduction parts, I like where he's there and it's like showing him with Harley Quinn when it's actually doing a Harley Quinn introduction. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that scene where like, we're, in the, we're in, the, uh, in the club or when it showed like a flashback Batman scene. That was cool. And then the Enchantress didn't like her. I didn't like the whole... You know, when she was doing this, like, <laughs> reading people's minds, I was like, why is she moving like that? That's what I said, too. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. I was like... <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> you know, you know, that whole, like, ending scene, like, where they're about to fight her is so drawn out and boring. I was like, I was ready to leave. I was like, I'm behind this movie. I just want to go home. So, there's not much to say else about it. I give the movie a five, also. Like... I didn't. I didn't necessarily have thought it was like so bad where right? I need to walk out, but it's so forgettable. Do we need to spin the wheel again, or do we know that it's me? No, spin that, spin that wheel. Spin the wheel. We're gonna spin that wheel, everybody. You ready? Spin the damn wheel! Wow! <laughs> who's, it gonna, who's it gonna land on? I don't know. Who is it? It's me! It's me, Major Gaines. Alright, alright, Johnny. I can't even understand. I can't even begin. How do you give this a 7 out of 10? (laughs) In what world does this movie even entertain you in the slightest? Besides, like what Kyle said, the first half an hour. So, all the intros for three of the characters is really cool. Deadshot, love seeing his backstory with Will Smith. I think Will Smith did a phenomenal job. He's, I mean, obviously he's an amazing actor. He's the best actor in this entire thing next to Ben Affleck, um, which is so crazy <laughs> that he's in the Suicide Squad movie. I bet he wishes that never happened. But, like, all the stuff with Deadshot, learning about his kid, and then watching him get taken out by the bat was so cool. And then seeing everything with Harley Quinn and even the Joker, yeah, I wish he didn't have those tattoos. I don't. But I still think that Jared Leto's Joker is kind of interesting. Like, I want to know why he is like that. Why did they want to go with this, like, he's a thug, like, gangbanger type of Joker? He's very psychotic. He's very crazy. He's very creepy. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. There's something about him that I'm really drawn to. Like, I don't know. It's like, baby. (laughs) Like, his laugh. It's not as good as other big screen Jokers. But, I mean, it's it's okay um i I, rick flag that whole entire character like i want him to be cool but he's not like that accent that he has is so dumb i I gotta interrupt i gotta interrupt for one second go ahead go ahead rick flag like he's probably i don't know how anyone else views him like you said like yeah you don't think he's cool but like i really don't like him because he looks like one of my old managers i used to have (laughs) But my manager was a 5-5 version. Oh I just God. hated his fucking guts. So I was like, Matt's fucking my manager. I don't like him already. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I hated, like, his, like, just his whole attitude towards everything. I hated how he was, like, this, like, sly, cool, like, I'm this confident leader and everything like that. Um, I think Captain Boomerang is probably my favorite character, though, out of all of them. And I'm so glad that he's one of them that's going to be returning for James Gunn's yeah. The Suicide Squad. Uh, I think he's really fun and interesting. And then you get, like, the other characters that have nothing really to do, especially Killer Croc. I hate him so much. Waylon Jones. Like, what's up with that makeup? Why is his body, like, small and skinny? And his head is huge. 
They should have made him the Hulk of this movie. That's what yeah, he should have Exactly. But instead, he gets one thing to do, which is at towards the end of the movie where he gets to swim underwater. And that's when he gets like, <laughs> out of the way, boys. I'm going in. And he like, <laughs> he like crawls in all awkward. Like, why wouldn't you just make him like jump in, like dive into the water? I don't you know understand. What, you know what Kevin Crock scene I hate where he goes, what do you want for yourself? B-E-T. <laughs> And then later in the movie, towards the end, he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? I understand that he is a black character. I get it. But, like, come on. That's playing on stereotypes pretty fucking hard there. What's up, right. Johnny? No, there's one thing I actually want to talk about. So, e- even though it's just weird, but I love the fact that Captain Boomerang has a pink pony in the movie. That's his fetish. <laughs> That's his fetish. That's, that's fucking awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then obviously we have Enchantress, uh, you know, Mrs. Dr. June Moon. Is that her name? June Moon? Wasn't that right? what it was? I think so. What is, sure. come on. Um, that's so stupid. I do actually think that the Enchantress is cool until the until we find out that she's the villain of the movie. When she starts doing all the like evil stuff, that's when it's like, what's happening? Like when she's like, brother, help me. And he like gives her a different version of her. Like what, what happened? Like what? <laughs> And then, like, don't even get me started on the, the like the way the brother looked. Like, he looked horrible. I hated everything about his design. Like, just the way he looked, his stupid blank expression when you would see his face. It's just horrible. And his stupid powers. And speaking of powers, we're in Midway City. I don't know where that takes place in the DCEU. I'm not a big DC fan like Kyle is. I'm Marvel fanboy till I die. So I don't know, like, the layouts. I know we're, you know, Metropolis and... Um, Gotham are, but where's Midway City, Kyle? I don't, I don't you don't know, know either? Okay. It, it, <laughs> I know it's not in the same city as uh, where Star Labs is with the Flash, right? No, that's not. It's uh, Central, Central city. city. Okay. So Midway City is what? Basically like a Chicago because it was filmed in Chicago. You could tell. You can see the Chicago River. You can see a lot of our skyscrapers and stuff like that. So it's like a Chicago city. Um, you're telling me that this metahuman is destroying the city and you don't have batman wonder woman <laughs> the flash coming and helping at all they're just like we're just gonna ignore that. that that's in a different city that doesn't take place in metropolis or gotham that is my biggest fucking flaw with this movie now don't get me wrong the marvels marvel movies do that same thing but they at least sometimes will have another character come into their movies especially later on towards the end by by the time we wrap up the storyline with endgame you'll see you know, characters intersecting together and stuff like that. But there's nothing like that in the Suicide Squad movie. And it drives me up a wall. Like, this cataclysmic world-ending thing is happening. And there's nothing to do... Like, the Justice League's not there at all? Where are they? What are they doing? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just like this movie. It's nothing. It's garbage. It's not trash. (laughs) And Johnny, I still can't believe you gave it a 7 out of a 10. Like... I understand that you you have hot takes on movies, and that should be a movie series, a, a, a thing we do on YouTube, where Johnny gives us a movie to watch, and it's a hot take where he thinks it's a great movie, but it's world-renowned as a bad movie, and the three of us have to try to understand <laughs> and explain to him that it's bad, like what, what I'm doing right now. I'm not even finished. Let's continue. So all those Batman scenes are awesome, okay? Never getting a payoff, right? Because we're never going to see anything with the Batman. Ben Affleck's Batman again until Flashpoint and now the Snyder Cut. It has been uh, confirmed as of yesterday that he will be coming back to film some new scenes for the Snyder Cut. Ben Affleck is awesome. Cool. But I would have loved to have seen a movie all about Ben Affleck's Batman 
hunting down Joker, hunting down Harley Quinn, hunting down Deadshot. They build up these really cool stories for no payoff ever. You know what I mean? Like, it's very disappointing. Um, oh, God. I, I had I had something else, but not my brain. It, it, I, I just, I'm still just... The 7 out of 10, it, it threw me for a loop. <laughs> I really thought we were all on the same page here, man. I love you to uh, death, Johnny. I really do. Yeah, I just... Fine. This is like... I, when, when it comes to movies, like, I, I have not really an understanding, but more or less, like, it doesn't take that much for me to really like a movie. Oh, I'm so and jealous. And to really not like a movie, because, like, I'm not really too critical about it. And this what people hate about me, because <laughs> there's certain movies that I love that people like, just absolutely shit on. It's just like, I don't know, I just have a different take on it. Listen... It is our job as someone who pays to watch these movies to let these <laughs> filmmakers and studios know that they did a bad job. <laughs> so we don't get more of this. That's what reviews are for. So we don't get more trash. James Gunn, boy, I can't wait. He better fix <laughs> this crap. Continuing with crap, Harley Quinn, horrible in this movie. Absolutely garbage. Sex symbol for no reason. She doesn't even have a good ass. Like, it's just in your face <laughs> multiple times in that movie. Like, I don't even understand it. It's, there's, it, literally, I have a better ass. Even Kyle has a better ass than Marla Robbie in this movie. I don't understand <laughs> what happened because if you watch her in The Wolf of Wall Street, her body is way better. Now, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm not trying to hypersexualize Margot Robbie and talk about her features. Don't do that. Don't do that little finger wave right there. But I'm just saying, that's what I like about the future, no future spoilers, but Birds of Prey, they desexualized her because you don't need this character to be this giant sex appeal for this movie. Like, it just kind of stood out and looked bad. Like, when they're all standing there and she's just this red, blue, and white colorful outfit with really short shorts on and you can literally see her butthole. It doesn't, that's not appealing to me. I'm not a big fan of that. So I give that already, that right there, two thumbs down. I thought that was stupid. Her one-liners... We're bad guys. That's what we do. I'm going to smack I, the hell out I, of you. I hate that scene where she has the hammer. She's like, looks like a bunch of people looking to get hurt. And whatever the fuck she says. And I was her, like, oh. Yeah, her stupid one-liners. And then not to mention the worst thing in the whole thing. <laughs> what are we? That. Some kind of suicide squad. Oh, let's name yeah, the know, movie. The movie know, name I drop. Know. Movie name drop in the movie. Love to see it. You'll love to see it. Like, it's, come on, dude. And then the battle at the end, it's, the rain's falling, it's kind of darker. You can't tell what's going on. It's like the Transformers movies, when it's just a <laughs> giant pile of garbage freaking rolling across your screen. You have no idea what to look for, who's the bad guy in this, who's getting hurt, what's happening. <sighs> it started off Man. so great, and it just, it... And that's why I'm hoping that, you know, the James Gunn movie is going to be able to actually, you know, be a fun standalone film. Like, this was supposed to bridge the gap between Batman v Superman and Justice League. Because it even mentions at the beginning of the movie Amanda Waller, who actually, I that's one thing I give credit to, is Amanda Waller in this movie is awesome. She's scary angry, mean, relentless, does not care. She just murders all of those FBI agents. Because yeah. they were like, well, they were, you know, it was this was above clearance for them. Without even yeah. a thing, like not even second thought, just bang, 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 bang. You know what I mean? So that was awesome. So real quick, she's returning for the Suicide Squad, so I'm excited. 
Harley Quinn is returning for the Suicide Squad. Rick Flag is returning for the Suicide Squad, and so is Captain Boomerang. So let's see what James Gunn can do. I mean, honestly, the trailer alone that we watched, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pardon my French. Sorry for dropping that hard F-bomb. I will not love this movie in three to five years. It has been four years since this movie came out, and I think it's even worse now than I thought when I saw it in the theaters. I'm done. I'm giving it a three out of ten, and that's being thankful, or that's being nice. Three out of ten, just because I liked the first 30 to 45 minutes, I thought they did a good job of setting up three or four of the characters. The rest of the team, garbage. Didn't Don't even know why they were there. If they just had those four mains, Rick Flagg, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and Harley Quinn, I would have been fine. El Diablo, stupid. I don't care. <laughs> drop it. Mike, drop. I'm done. I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> Sorry, right. I, had, I had to come hard since I wasn't here for Batman v Superman. Bro, it's no worries, man. Don't worry at all. We actually went over the, our time the last time, so... We went so long last worry. time. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't think that was going to happen tonight because this movie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, before we continue on with that, since now we have the reviews and ratings done, where do yeah. you guys want to put this? So, here is the list. Actually, where did you guys put Batman v Superman? What did we? What, where did we put we, that? We didn't at all. Okay, so here's the. So the consensus was they liked it. It was it did better than Man of Steel. You thought it was better than Dong of Steel? Yeah, Dawn of Steel. Dong of Steel. Okay, so I'll put it there. BVS. I agree. I will actually agree with that. I do think it's better than Dong of Steel. So, okay, before we do the uh, Suicide Squad, the ranking as is as follows: one Joker, two BVS, three Dong of Steel. Where do you guys want to put Suicide Squad? If you think it's better than Dong of Steel, raise your hand. If you think it's better than DVS, raise your hand. Just put it at the bottom. And by God, if you think this is better than the Joker, you need to leave this podcast right now and never be my friend again. Just put, just put it at the bottom, bro. Put it at the bottom. So just <laughs> here. Put it. Put it down here. Yeah, give it some room. Social Justice Squad. <laughs> so our our review and rank as followed: one, Joker; two, BVS; three, Dong of Steel; four, Social Justice Squad. I love it. <laughs> the fourth spot. Why didn't you just automatically put it at like twenty fifth? Well, because we don't know yet. Justice League I, might. I, I don't. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. We still way. gotta watch Justice League. We still gotta watch Aquaman, Shazam. Um, what else is there? Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. Birds of Prey. Like, there's five other movies. So it's got some competition. I'm gonna say that it, it can stay at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree today, even though I like I I enjoyed some of it. But yeah, seven out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> fucking gay. <laughs> seven out of ten. I said Seven out of ten. That's what I just fucking said. To uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, this is fun. So <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to the facts. Um, whittled down like 10 like usual. Um, so, number one. According to David... Like, it's like, how do you say? Ayer? Ayer. Yeah, Ayer. Ayer. Uh, according to David Ayer, there were various elements left out of his vision of the film. The film was meant to open with Enchantress. Returning to the world of Enchantress was meant to be in an alliance with Darkseid. And to, so her machine would incorporate a boom tube <sighs> too, after Joker drops Harley from the helicopter and crashes. 
it would have made uh, make a deal with Enchantress in return for not interfering with the plans. He tried to take Harley home and be king of Gotham. Harley stood up to him and refused to betray her new friends. The squad turned on him and he escaped. Katana would be possessed by Enchantress and attack the squad. That would have been so much better. That would have made, honestly made the movie probably get up to a 5 out of 10 for me. Again, though, <laughs> it looked good on paper. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I mean, could they oh, do it right, though? Oh, God. All right. Number two, and this is actually a personal uh, favorite of mine, so I put it on this list. So in Killer Croc's cell at the end of the film, the music video he was watching is Tech Nine's Dwam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Number three, Harley Quinn's origin is based on Bruce, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini's story, Mad Love. Quinn is a psychiatrist who develops an obsessive infatuation with the Joker. While a doctor tire is based on the comic, her criminal tire is taken from her new 52 betrayal. Her plunge into the same chemicals that birthed the Joker is also from a new 52. That's what they should have done, man. They should have not have made Suicide Squad yet. And they should have just did all origin stories for these characters. Because, like, they have good stuff to work with, like, in this movie. Yeah. Like, like imagine if that was the Deadshot movie, how you saw all his backstory and then yeah. him getting hunted. Him, him, it's like, he's the main character, but it's his story of him getting hunted down by Batman. That'd yeah. be such a good fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. They, we, we, they had the idea like, hey, we're going to do all of this before suicide, uh, for Justice League. Like, we're going to do all of these individual movies and then set up Justice League and after that. Or better yet, just have like a, a decent Suicide Squad with like everything's flushed out. But no. <laughs> oh, can't really say anything for it. Studios just like to fuck people. That's all. Uh, number four, several scenes of Killer Croc's backstory were removed from the final cut, including scenes depicting his entire life as a social outcast due to his physical appearance and convincing himself that he is beautiful in his own way. Croc crossed paths with Batman while working as a muscle for hire for numerous Gotham crime bosses while secretly planning to take over one day. There were also scenes displaying his affinity for making sculptures out of his discarded material. Aside from jokes from Croc viewing himself as beautiful, None of these were retained in the final cut. Also deleted was a scene where he becomes a, becomes sick during a helicopter escort to Mid Midway City. Throws up half half uh, throws up half digested pieces of goat and then eats them again, disgusting the nearby Navy SEALs. Yeah, you don't you, what, you don't like that scene where he's like, <laughs> "Not me, shorty. I'm beautiful." Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I would have liked to see that origin story too, though. I like I want I would want to see an in-depth origin story of all of them. Yeah, no shit. Oh, um, I looked up too. Midway City is actually just a place in their universe, but this place in Michigan. Sick. They were in Michigan. So Gotham is <laughs> Chicago, Metropolis is New York, and then Midway is Michigan. So no one just cares about Michigan, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But. But Gotham and Metropolis are across the bay from each other. <laughs> That's a pretty big bay. That's a pretty... <laughs> Leaps and bounds, man. Leaps and bounds. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Who, who could that be? <laughs> Someone's knocking. Is it God's odd? Hold on. Is it? Oh, oh no. they both fell. <laughs> well, there's a picture of a dick that fell and you're trying to cover up. Oh, the infamous dick pictures? Oh, shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Those never happened. 
Oh god. All right. Number 5. In the original DC Comics, June uh, Moon, aka the Enchantress, began as a superhero who appeared al- almost exclusively in backup features because she had the ability to transform from original young woman to powerful witch or back again by calling her name Enchantress. Her unfortunate nickname in the comics were Switcheroo Witcheroo. In her original <laughs> continuity, she became Witcheroo, evil. Witcheroo. I hate DC so much. I, mm, uh, in her original continuity, she became evil as a result of a botched spell ritual that she thought would erase all evil from the world. This was later re, uh, re, re, reconned to something similar to what appears in the movie. The character gained any sort of popularity only after turning into a supervillain first appearing as an occasional antagonist to Supergirl and later joined the Suicide Squad comic book series as an ongoing character. Yeah. Uh, mm. Number six. David Ayer stated in the interview that the story behind Captain Boomerang's fetish for Pink Unicorn, he revealed that the Unicorn plushie was originally a set decoration piece in the John F. Ostrander Federal Building. Pinky was actually intended to be a piece of set decoration in one of our building sets. I thought Boomerang needed a little something kind of fun and silly, and it kept appearing throughout the film. It became a bit of a mascot. Air then explained telling fans that Unicorn was meant to represent all things George Digger uh, Harkness. The villain was particularly fond of the stuffed animal, enough enough so for him to even take Pinky into battle and beyond. And what's more, Air went on to confirm one of his biggest, uh, his fans' biggest suspicions about Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. The guy is a total brony. Yes, he is a brony. The director confessed, which is fine. I think it's a good thing, and he gives him a little hobby besides robbing banks. Okay. All right. Yeah. More, more, more than the the unicorn. I like that Captain Boomerang just drinks Guinness the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like I have a fucking six pack at the bar. Like, damn. All right. He's cracking one open before they're like to fight. Yeah, he's like, I mean, like I, I like I liked his character. Like he like I like that he's like a comic relief, even though like everyone else has like their comical moments. He's like the main one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely. Matt, are you asleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, he's just being Matt. Oh, is he? Oh, <laughs> you, you don't worry about those comments. You just keep doing your thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> D- uh, David Ayer reflected on how the aftermath of his film affected his approach in directing Netflix Bright. It was shit. Yeah, it was shit reviews. I got my cut throat cut. Ayer said of Suicide Squad, critics called the work unexciting, predictable, mind-bindingly stupid, and the film beholden to the corporate vision of other recent DC adaptations. It was super polarizing movie. Incredibly polarizing. Air added, the director went on to explain how the response made him gun-shy when going on to work on Bright. It's like going to a boxing ring and getting knocked out How it, is how it felt. And I had to go into the ring again, and directing is a confidence game, because you're selling everyone on something that only exists in your head, he says. The actors have to feel that confidence to trust you that you know what you're doing, and so does your crew. As a director, you you set the tone. Really, it's coming off that movie. I understood the pitfalls. I understood the dangers. I knew where the alligators hide, you know. And so I made damn sure I didn't repeat any mistakes. However, history's repeating stuff as Bright was described as a plenty, uh, plenty embarrassing drama disaster by critics as film directed on Netflix this week. Well, yeah, Netflix period. And <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like that movie either. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't like Bright. Is it, I try to like it and try to have like some type of <clears throat> of every, qualities, but the movie's not good. Every time I saw Bright too, I kept thinking, "Is that Killer Croc?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother watching Bright. I didn't yeah. watch Bright either. I just from the, just from like the pictures that come up on Netflix. I'm like Killer Croc. Yeah. yeah Killer Croc <laughs> and Deadshot got their own movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. It's like I, I was like, oh, this actually looks cool. And then I started watching. I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> uh, number eight. When asked what was the problem that caused the movie to have poor reception and lukewarm reviews to critics and fans, Joel Keatman, who was Rick Flagg, stated in an interview to Yahoo Movie. In the third act, it was a great setup, great characters. I think that I think that if when we do a second one, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of a grounded version of the film. I think the characters are so extreme, so I think it would be more effective if we're seeing them around maybe less sorcery. That, because I think the characters become more extreme if you see them in the conjunctions with more real people. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like I like how Captain Flag in the movie was like explain like new people that came on and what their powers were because they didn't have time to explain like katana like this is katana her victim souls are trapped in her sword yeah. and, like that was it and then it just like new scene this is slipknot <laughs> they've only put out two actual good records and kyle still thinks they're a good band he's gonna talk a good band changed it, my mind god his expl explanation was so fucking bland it was ridiculous uh all right this, you guys make me not like this movie more. We're winning. <laughs> I know I, I know where you guys are coming from, man. You're making me want to do it. Number nine, Jay Hernandez said about his character, El Diablo. He is a fighter, but he's not giving up that side of his life because of an attempt that took place. He backed away from criminality. He backed away from aggression. He's back from being who he is. It's part of his superpower that he that he has it ain't part of him it's been with him since he was really young it's like he gave up a big part of who he was and later rediscovers it to be okay with accessing that side of him hold on real quick so inca raids in the chat says they did their job if you don't like it are you trying to say that the studio did their job and that's because we don't like it like i'm, I'm confused elaborate a little bit i want to know what you're trying to say here yeah hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, number 10. <laughs> um, actually, I looked up uh, an extra one, so I'm going to put that in there at, at the end. Um, number 10. In a recent interview, Margaret Robbie, Robbie revealed that she received multiple mm. death threats for taking on the role of Harley Quinn in Suicide okay. Squad. The actress wishes that somebody would have taken her aside to clue her in, on the risk of taking on such a massive role. Robbie had to learn as to, she navigated her newfound success, which included learning the price of a background check for a person that just threatened her life. She had this to say. You have to be in the comic book film. Now, here's the worst case scenario of how big and scary it can get. There's just all this stuff you learn along the way. Like, when you get those death threats, it's smart to have a security team do a background check on whoever sent them to see if there is any past history of violence because you'll need to know whether you need security to go to certain events. And every time you do a background check, it's going to cost you two grand. So take that into consideration when you're getting yourself into this. And it's like, okay, that's a different kind of career because you'll need to do all uh, need to always do your uh, do a job that can financially support that lifestyle. You can't do 
any films for the rest of your life because that film back there changed everything and now you have to be able to afford security. I just wish someone had explained a lot of those things to me early on. I wouldn't have resented the position I found myself in because I wouldn't have known what I was getting myself into. See, like, I can say I don't like the movie all day, but am I ever going to send one of these actors a death threat for the way they played a character? Like, Seriously. That's just, that's just, like, crazy fucking people. God, it's just... Come on, now just leave people alone. They're, it's a job. Understand that. For real. Also, and, and audio you know, the directors for a homeboy in the top right. Johnny, your audio is cutting in and out, my guy. It is? Yeah. It's probably because my mic, for some reason, is like pulling in and out. God damn it. It's weird. It's coming through. Like, we can hear him all right, right? I can hear Johnny okay. This is talking about me. He says audio keeps cutting out in for homeboy in top right. Okay, that's Johnny then. Um, yeah, it's it's probably because my um I gotta get a new mic. It's 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 only temporary. I apologize for any inconvenience, but it's just um the regular mic that I usually use bugged out on me and this is my replacement to like get a new one. And I apologize if it's coming in and out, but it's my headset, so sorry. It's okay, Johnny. Um, and the, the extra one I found, and prob- most people already know about this probably. So the dick, the dead pig that Jared Leto sent the cast is actually seen <laughs> when you're throwing the feeding sessions to, to the inmates as you drop the dead pig in the killer croc cell. It was later confirmed that this was the actual pig that was set, that was used in the film. In the extended cut of the film, David Ayer has a cameo as the guard who drops the pig in the killer croc cell. Did he just? Some- Jared Leto also did some weird shit. Like he, he like sent condoms or used condoms to everybody yeah. too in the cast like why'd you take it that far like it's not even it's not even a joker thing honestly you're just fucking weird now yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i heard all i was trying to uh find in the facts and i couldn't find it and i was like yeah this motherfucker was weird it's, the hell <laughs> he didn't even do a good job you got in character for no reason exactly. <laughs> why why did he have the Dan- eyes oh, Damn it! I should have done that. I should have written damage. Oh, Jay. Oh, God. I knew so, it. So, he, here's the thing that actually uh, I think I found out after watching the movie in theaters. So, essentially, they fused a couple of Jokers into this one because there was there was actually elements from the Dark Knight Returns Joker in the suit, and then there's another one that was in another uh, another comic. This is. I guess, like, he was trying to betray three different Jokers in one and kind of just failed at it regardless. I don't know. I could see it. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely, like, he didn't know, like, where he wanted to go with his character. No. And he, he did a lot of... Pre- like, I gotta respect the fact that he did a lot of preparation and at least trying. But I can't get behind that laugh, bro. I can't. I really can't. And not to mention the fact that why the fuck you have metal Yeah, if he had been Jason Todd, damaged made sense a bit. That was actually a pretty cool little thing that they had going on on the internet. Like everybody, like a little rumor that this was Jason Todd. You know, this was uh, Batman's failed attempt at saving, you know, uh, Robin and stuff like that. I would have respected that a lot more. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because, like, there were uh, rumors that they were about that were going to have Jason Todd in Taskmaster as a cameo in this movie. Never happened. 
Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Inca Raids, by the way. Also, thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, I don't know. And the, yeah, just, just, just those tattoos are annoying. <laughs> they just look so bad. I, I hate that one scene where he covers his mouth and he has that mouth on his hand. Yeah. I was like, I was like that's oh. just a stupid fucking tattoo. I hate that. I was like, this is... <laughs> Get it out of here. Go on now. Because you know some asshole like thinks that's cruel, cool, and like he has that now and he does that to people. I just want you to know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so it's what about three minutes less, but you still want to end it, or you want to talk a little more? Are you? I mean, if everyone's done, I guess we can call it quits there. I mean, we can probably insult this movie for another three minutes. I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, so officially, with all the discussions and everything, like I can't, oh, no. I can't keep my score. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I I gotta bring it down. I gotta bring it down for like two scores. I gotta bring it down to five. You know, just like really change my mind because <laughs> I can't, I can't live with having this. This oh, God, I, I enjoyed the movie, but it's, like, it's so bad. It's still bad. Yeah, it, <laughs> Daddy, I'm never letting you live the live it down. The fact that you no. said. The U is a seven out of ten. It's like it's because the thing is when I get into movies and start watching it, I enjoy like the action and shit like that. But it's just like, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. I have it on paper. You've officially, yeah, just, just keep it there. Inc hey, Inca Raids is hitting you back, man. He's 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 saying you know you are allowed to like bad movies. Hey, you know what? I, I mean that is true. That is true. I mean we I, all do. There's all there's a bad movie we all like. I love Dread. Is my favorite movie of all time. I love that fucking movie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like I, I personally, I personally love the first Resident Evil movie. Like everyone, like most people hate on that movie. It's a guilty pleasure for me. I love that movie. I love that movie too. <laughs> uh, if yeah. we actually become affiliate, we can do like a watch party and watch that movie together. We are affiliated. We are. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. We've been affiliated <laughs> since the first month we started this. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. So bad. February. <laughs> no, you're okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we should do that. Yeah, I would. I would love. To, I, I personally would love to sit down and do live watch parties with you guys, and we just uh, rip apart movies. That's, I think that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking yesterday when me and Matt were watching X Men. I was like, we had such a fucking the jokes we had going were so good. Yeah, we'll have to talk. We'll talk about that here in a little bit off camera. Okay. All right. So we're just gonna end it here. And, uh, give me a second. And an enemy. And an enemy. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been big screen, little screen. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like what you heard, as as want to support, please go over to our Patreon page at Patterson.com/slash Big Boy Little Boy and sub to any one of those three tiers for exclusive perks. Or go ahead and sub and slash donate to us here at twitch.tv slash bigboylittleboygaming. If you got no bucks to spare, you can find us on Spotify and other podcast services by searching Big Boy Little uh, Big Boy Little Boy. And you can go to our YouTube by searching Big Boy One Word, Little Boy One Word. Until next time, we love you.